Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. Are you remodeling or building your dream home? We will chat about everything from the ceilings to the floors and everything in between. Any questions you might have can be emailed to me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. Well, today is April 23rd, a very sunny Monday in Arizona. And this podcast is being brought to you by Premier Lighting. We usually talk about home design on this podcast, but today we're going to do something a little bit different. We have Chris Diamond from Hogfish Studios to talk about creating and managing your website. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? I'm doing good today, Nancy. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk about websites, which I hope everybody has one and needs one and uh, learns from this podcast. So... What do we want to explain to people what they need to know when creating a website? Well, when you first start out to create a website, most people come to me and say, hey, I need a website, and then they have no idea what they need or why they need it. So the first thing to figure out is what you want your website to do. And you can figure that out by thinking, do I want my website to bring more customers in the door? Do I want my website to collect email addresses so I can send them notices when I'm having a sale? Do I want my website just to be a brochure site, just for people to know that I'm here, what I do? And it, before we even start the website, that's the question I always have to ask. Chris, do you have to have a business to have a website? I'm thinking, what if it's a family who like to, they don't want to get on Facebook, and they like to share pictures and what's going on? Could they almost make the website like a newsletter? They could, and, you know, that I wouldn't be the right person to do that for them because I uh, basically deal in commercial websites oh. and business websites. But, yeah, that there's no reason somebody can't have a family website. Okay, well, then to all you people who need a website because of your business, let's proceed. <laughs> so uh, I just thought I'd throw that out for those people who are wondering. So what's next? So when we first design a website, the first thing I said, like I said, we want to discuss what your website's supposed to do for you because that's the most important thing. You're going to be spending some money on a website, and you don't want it to just sit there and not have any return on your investment. So that's the first question we asked. And then the second part of the website is designing the website. And in order to do that, I usually ask my clients for content. And this is this is the uh, biggest hurdle I run into is getting my clients to give me content, meaning, you know, the, the text and the images that are going to be on their site. Um, okay. Now, there are, there are companies you can hire to write your content for you. So I suggest that to some of my clients. If they don't, you know, if they don't want to create their own content, but that that's going to be the most important part of your website. Mm -hmm. Well, as a side note, I just want to let everybody know that you are the person who puts my websites together. But maybe unlike some of your other clients, I have a hand in designing it, and it could be overwhelming. I got to tell you, Chris, it doesn't just happen. You have to plan for it. And so when you gave me all those templates to look at, that was really helpful. So do you want to talk about those templates to start with? Yeah. So I develop websites in WordPress, and WordPress is what they call a content management system. Um, it's one of the most popular. I believe it's close to 40% of all the websites on the web are created with WordPress. Um, and the, the beauty of WordPress is in the olden days, all your images and all your text just used to be stored on a page. Wait a minute. What was the olden days? Is that like yesterday? 
You know how time is flying. Yeah, that's well. That's you know that's back in the in the early days of the web. Okay. And the problem we had with that is if we wanted to change the style of the website, meant we had to d- redo the whole website from scratch. Now with content management systems, it stores all your all your content, your text, and your images are stored in a database. So it's very easy to change the look and feel of your website. We we call them um, themes. So there's different themes, and they have different colors and different uh, fonts and different ways that they display information and different functionality. And so if you had a website and you said, hey, you know what? I've had this website for five years now. I want to I want a makeover. It's really easy. We change the theme, and now you have what looks like a new website. Uh, well, I found it to be very easy. Um, but there again, I'm a little creative, and so I knew what I wanted. But I did get ideas from looking at other websites, which I always suggest, and I know you do, to people just to get ideas. You can't just walk into a room and go, okay, this is what I want. You've got to do a little research and see what's out there. And Chris, don't you think it helps when they say, hey, I like the way this website looks, Chris. Go on to this site. I kind of like that. Or I don't like this, but I do like that. Isn't that helpful? It's very helpful. And usually when people do that, uh, I will say, you know, in my opinion, what I like about that website, the sample website they show me, and what I think doesn't work. And what's nice is we can uh, integrate the working parts in their website and then skip the parts that don't work well. So you're not stuck with one theme. There are things you can move around. And, of course, I ask you, can we do this? Can we do that? And if it's uh, feasible, yeah. Why not, right? Right, right. So it's always nice to look at somebody else's whatever, kitchen, dress, and then say, yeah, I like that, but I don't like this. So, right. okay, I'm, so I'm sure in your business, when you're designing a kitchen for somebody, They'll say, oh, I saw this kitchen on this magazine. Look at it. I want something similar to this. Uh, you know, very similar. Um, and it's easier for me if they say, I like this kitchen, but I don't like those handles. I don't like this, but I do like that. I'm thinking it's the same with websites, right? Exactly. It's exactly the same. Oh, so whether it's a kitchen or a website, all the same. <laughs> so maybe you can design websites and I can design kitchens. No, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> okay, so they they know what they want, so they have to communicate with you. What do they do? Just uh, send you a bunch of pictures in Dropbox? That's Yeah, pretty much. Sometimes they send me images, or if they can tell me what kind of images they want. Like, you know, if they say, hey, I want an image of two people shaking hands here, then I can find the images for them. I got to say something about this. I just wrote a soapbox, and if I'm sure most of the people don't know, I write a soapbox every single week about something that I either try to teach people or complain about something, um, and it's called Nancy's Soapbox. But anyway, this week I wrote about Talk the Talk. Now, this is really important. When you're doing websites for somebody, you might be... Uh, talking about something, and they're not quite sure what you're talking about. They might say, what is a URL? What is a sidebar? What is? Do you explain all that so they don't feel like they're, uh, you know, being a little, uh, I guess, uneducated and trying to get a website? What yeah, do you think? Absolutely. I always try and explain. Uh, and I think uh, one of my faults is time, sometimes I over-explain because I want people to know everything about their website. So sometimes I might 
explain to them things that they don't really want to know, but I figure more information is better than less information. Oh, totally agree with that. There are a lot of people that aren't familiar. This is uncharted uh, territory for them. And so I look to you as my teacher. I didn't know anything about websites until I met you. Well, other than, oh, that's a nice website, but where do you start? Yeah, we've done really good on your website. I know that we've changed the theme once, so we've changed the whole look and feel of your site at one point. And you do the, you know, Nancy does the right thing on her website because she is updating the content um, frequently, and she's she's putting fresh content and it's it's relevant content, which is one of the most important things. And she gets a lot of hits on her website, and people ask me, you know, how do I get more people to my website? And I always say, well, be like Nancy. Oh, but I actually have two websites, one more active than the other, but still the whole theme and I, I made them totally different. But thanks to Chris. Thank you, Chris. Um, your suggestions, my thoughts, and they get together. I think a web, should we call you a webmaster? Just a web designer. My web guy. That's what I call okay. you. Call me web guy. Okay. My web guy. So. You have to communicate with the person who's going to do your website, and he doesn't have ESP. At least the last time I checked, you didn't have ESP. Well, not and when so, it comes to websites. Other right. things other things that have so, ESP. Okay. So you have to tell your web guy, well, I want the um, my logo here on the left or the right or the middle, or I want two pictures, or I want this. And it's not just an overnight total, you know, complete website. You do work on it for a while, don't you? Oh, yeah. It's always changing. That's what's nice about when I first started in the web business was way early. And I thought it was great because at that time people were printing brochures. And I would go to people and say, look, this is the web. And this is before people knew what the web was. And I'd say, it's like a brochure, but guess what? You can change it anytime you want. It's a living thing. So, you know, you have a brochure, you print, you print a brochure and say, this is, you know, Nancy's kitchen and bath design and here's what we do. And later on you say, you know, we do other things that I forgot to put in there. You would have to go and print another thousand brochures. Whereas the web, we just go in and change it and it's done. Well, back in the day when I had my first website, it wasn't interactive, which meant that every time I wanted to make a change, I'd have to ask the person who actually wrote the website. And that was very inconvenient, very costly, and took a long time because they weren't just waiting at the computer for me to say something. And times have changed, thank you, God. And so now I'm able to have Chris set up my website and then I go in and add stuff, change stuff, so I don't need to bother him all the time. I only bother him half the time, right, Chris? Uh, yeah, we'll, so we'll call it <laughs> half. <laughs> or if I want to change a position of a block, which is like, let's say it's like Legos, and I have blocks on one of my websites. If I want to change it from the top to the bottom, I don't fool around with that. I call Chris the administrator. And so there's a lot you can do. And then there's some stuff I don't even want to play with. Right? Absolutely. Because you know how dangerous I could be. Yes. <laughs> so how much does it cost to build a website? Well, that's kind of like me asking you, how much does it cost to build a kitchen? A little more than a Happy Meal. Right. But a lot less than a Jumbo Jet. 
Right. <laughs> so it varies in cost and it depends how complex you want it. I mean, I've built websites for $500 and I've built websites for $5,000. So it all depends on, you know, what kind of functionality you want and how, how um, extensive you want the website to be. So when they say, how many pages do you want? It's not really pages, right? Or is it sections or what do you call it? You can call it pages, but I mean, one page could be, a block of text with an image and what, or one page could be, you know, a gallery with, with 400 pictures. So mm-hmm. a page, I can't really say, Hey, a page costs this much because a page can be anything. Right. It could be contact us at this, which takes five minutes to put together, maybe 10 minutes. And then again, a page can be so intricate that it takes Chris days to make the person happy with everything they want on it. So uh, how much, uh, well, we talked about the cost. It could be anywhere. And how long would it take you to put this together? Well, and that depends, too. It depends on how I get the information from the client. This my, one of my biggest uh, stumbling blocks is a client says, okay, I want my website, and i got to get it up quickly. And I say, okay, well, give me the content that you want on, you know, here's, here's the content I need. You know, for example, I needed a, uh, a paragraph about us. I need, you know, your, your services you provide with an explanation of each service, so, you know, s- stuff similar to that. And then I wait on them. And then a month later, they call me and they say, hey, how come my website's not done? And, I'm, and I have to say, well, I'm still waiting for this content from you. So if a client gives me the content up front, well, I could throw that website together pretty quickly. If I have to wait on content and they're changing the content all the time, that makes the website uh, development time take a lot longer. So wouldn't that be related to how important is their website to them and how focused are they on completing it, right? Exactly, exactly. And you probably run into that in your business where people say, I need to get my kitchen done, and then you say, pick out you know, appliances, and they drag their feet. And yeah. Well, if it's worth doing, then they'll speed up on it because the faster they do that, the faster it will be completed. But that's with everything, I guess. And I think a kitchen's a little more urgent than a website because... Not really, because what if they just they have a new business and they need a website? And of course, there's a lot of other stuff putting a business together, but a website is to market your business. So you can have the best business in the world, but if you keep it a secret... You're not going to make uh, any sales, right? Exactly. I should work with you, Chris. You should be my PR person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, talking about websites, uh, how many people sit in their office working at their computer and there's not enough light? We tend to just uh, work with the light we have and don't realize how dark it is and also the kind of bulbs they're using. Maybe they're the old-fashioned that give a yellow cast. I would suggest that everybody go to Premier's website, and that's Premier Lighting. They're located in Scottsdale, but they do ship all over the United States. So they are able to go into your office or into your home and consult with you on what kind of bulbs you need, what kind of lighting, um, how to get the best light to your task areas. I think that's really important. Uh, as we get older, and we all, every day, we're all getting older, you need more light, and you need a whiter light, 
So they will explain everything to you, and they'd be happy to do it. So you can go to shoppremier.com and ask for, and go into their website, get their phone number, and then ask for a consultant so that you can uh, have the best light in your office. And back to websites, Chris. Okay. What else do you, What other questions do you have for me, Nancy? Oh, I got a whole slew of questions. <laughs> uh, so, everybody, uh, you know, we're not above ha- being hacked, unfortunately. Everybody, all the big businesses, even the governments are being hacked. And I was one of those people who got hacked once, and my website was rerouted to a porn site. Now, I'm not on the website constantly because I... Just I have it in my computer. So I didn't know that until somebody called me and said, hey, do you know this? So it was panic time. And I called Chris, who was, it was a weekend, and he was out camping, but luckily he had his trusty laptop, and he was able to, what did you do anyway, disconnect it or something? Well, I went through and found the uh, malicious code and took it out. Those darn malicious codes. Yeah. Um, The one thing I wanted to say about that is... um, the reason that most websites get hacked <clears throat> is because they're not updating the plugins and WordPress itself and the themes. And just a short explanation is that um, somebody will write a plugin. Let's say just for giggles, you want to have the weather on your website to show the local weather. So I'll go and I'll find a plugin that says, hey, this plugin will show the weather on your website. And I'll add that to your website. Well, the developers of these plugins sometimes will find security flaws in them, meaning a way that somebody can exploit this plugin to get into your website and change things. Um, so they'll do an update. They'll say, hey, I found a security flaw. Here's the update. Here's the – oh, sorry about that. It's my phone. Um, here's the update. Uh, please update your plugins. Well, a lot of people don't do that. They just – don't go into the website and update the plugins or the themes because a lot of themes will find security flaws. The nice thing is that they're usually fixed, but you have to take some action on your side. And the reason your site got hacked is we were using an old plugin that wasn't being updated any longer. Right. So the company decided they weren't going to support it. So you always have to find, even on your phone, they'll say, oh, this is not being supported anymore. So that opens the door to hackers, right? Right, right. And, you know, in retrospect, we should have, we ended up changing it out for a different plugin that kind of did the same thing. But we should have, in retrospect, we should have done that a lot sooner. Yeah, those shouldas are great. <laughs> they'll get you every time. But at, at Hogfish Studios, which is the name of my company, we have a, a product called uh, WP Umbrella. And what that does is I go through every site that I manage about every few days, and if there's anything that needs to be updated, I update it. Plus, I do a uh, scan for malicious software every single day. And so you then give me the report, and I see how many people have tried to hack into my site, but without success, thank God. Right, right. right. Because another thing I do is I always add a security plugin. And what that does, people try and get into websites by guessing your password, by guessing your username and password. So what that uh, plugin does, a security plugin, among other things that it does, one of the main features is that if somebody tries to log in with the wrong password five times, it locks them out. 
Yeah, that's a good idea. I, You know, I've come across some people who, hey, I give them credit. They've done their own website. Uh, maybe they took a course. Maybe it's a one or two pages. Loads kind of loads slow, and I don't know why, but uh, you've explained it to me a couple of times. Um, but I don't think they follow through with the security things, with all of the things that you do with the um, with the umbrella program that you have. Right. So that's really important. And another thing I do is I back up the sites. Um, if I host them, they're backed up every single night. So if somebody does slip by and they do um, hack a website and they put malicious software on there, I can restore it from two days ago and... The, the hack is gone. Then we go through and we do things like change all the passwords to make sure they can't get in again. And I think that's so important. So I am happy with my websites. I wanted to share this information because I know a lot of people who either have old websites, and boy, you can tell when they're old. They look like, uh, well, like an old pair of shoes. You know, just time for updating. So, and I want Chris to, Chris, can you come back and explain SEO, which if you have a website, you should know about SEO. Can you do that? Absolutely. I'd love to. Good. You know, when you're not doing anything, when you're not working on my website. (laughs) So, so I want to thank Chris from Hogfish Studios. And if you would like to speak with him about creating a website for you or fixing up your current website, then you can call him at 480- 422-1243 or email him at chris at hogfishstudios.com. You know, I know it sounds funny, but it's hogfish like H-O-G-F-I-S-H studios with an S. And then you can also check his website and that would be www.hogfishstudios.com. So, Chris, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy website day to talk to us. And um, I will call you so that you can set up a date and we can talk again about SEOs. I want to thank everybody for listening to this and hope you got some hints on uh, putting your website together or improving it. And in the meantime, have a great day. We'll talk to you at the next one. Bye. 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 